What's up, fellas, and welcome back to another episode of the Public Announcement Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about mainly uh, porn and cigarettes and the correlations you can draw between the big tobacco and the porn industry and how we can actually learn from this and maybe predict what will happen when porn in few years and, yeah, how the industry has been changing. That's the that's pretty much the main topic for today. Now, when concerning porn, I have nothing personal against it, but there are a few problems that run with porn, and one of the most basic ones is that it enhances images of unnatural things. I mean, if you look at the women or the males, it has been said, it has been proven, it has been repeated all over again that they use post editing, maybe even they edit the photos or the individual videos to make it seem more unnatural. And that wouldn't be the worst thing, but if you read the stories from the actual filmings, um, it's disgusting. Uh, the women there are treated like absolute trash. They're pretty much like pump and dump dolls. They are not cared for anymore. I don't know about the males. There haven't been too many males speaking out, but there have been quite a few females that talked about their experiences with the porn industry, and it wasn't nice and dandy how most of the people imagine it. And what has been noticeable, and I am not the only one that noticed this, many people did too, is that porn sites or generally porn industry starts to feature porn stars that purposefully look very young. And, you know, that wouldn't be too bad. I mean, you would... You want somebody young in your porn videos, but we are talking looking young, uh, maybe 14 or 13 years old. Of course, those girls are 18 and 19, but they purposefully make them look younger. And that kind of, you know, starts to spread pedophilia a bit. And it's not really the rabbit hole you would like to go down to. Of Also, there have been a couple of researches that have been connecting uh, porn to people being antisocial. People cannot have, like, normal relationships. There are problems even with the sexual life of the partners or even with just communication in general and many of these people who long-term use porn mainly males they think of women as well they simply think of women as objects to fuck as sexual dolls or anything like robots you know and nobody is quite sure at this point what it does and the opinions are divided as always but i think that's only because of the lack of research or of proper research i would say because again we're gonna talk about that more in later now tobacco it has been popularized during the World War One and World War Two, and with tobacco also rose the spreading of lung cancer. Now today, for us, this might not be a new fact. Most of us know that uh, tobacco is responsible for lung cancer, but when you transfer yourself back to, what, the 40s, 50s, not many people were aware of this fact, and not many people were even willing to accept that something like that was. But, you know, a couple of uh, researches and a couple of researchers made heavily heavy impact on the public opinion and generally speaking people born after the baby boom could be said to sort of have this repellent against cigarettes they don't really want to have anything in common with them or they don't smoke as much as people did in the 50s and 40s where it was pretty much considered to be okay you could smoke almost anywhere even inside restaurants and sometimes it was kind of like a necessity for a social outgoing you would just sit down and smoke and who wasn't smoking was the weird one out of the circle sort of like i don't know the guy who doesn't order food at a restaurant when they go on a night out or something something like that you know but there are certain parallels to be drawn between these two industries and the main one and the biggest one is the banning of research now when we look into the past we know that the tobacco company has banned many researches and has done many counter fake researches in order to 
make sure that the product stays face. There have been some documents released in 1998, I believe, that even specified the tobacco industry knew about the entire cancer risk, uh, even before the entire industry started researching into it. It was actually written in the documents. Throughout the years, the big tobacco tried to you know, make fake researches, pay scientists to lie the truth, call other researchers untrustworthy for whatever reasons. But during the 1950s up to 1960s, the public opinion changed and, you know, the pressure was just so much they couldn't really handle it. But, you know, Big Tobacco is still struggling with many of these researches and still trying to sell as much as cigarettes as possible. And I do think that the porn in this way is the same. We have seen studies, we have seen professionals taking a look at porn and analyzing it, connecting it to many dysfunctions in the brain or dysfunctions directly connecting it to the genitalia. But the the porn uh, companies don't talk about this. The porn companies are not required to put any labels on their porn videos or a small no- notifying ad in front of it telling us about the risks. Similar how you have those stickers on the packages when you smoke, like smoking kills or something like that. You know, they are not required to do that, even though it has been confirmed by researchers that it is harmful to watch porn long term. And I also, this is not confirmed, but I also have a feeling that some of the porn companies are uh, flooding money into these like third-party magazines, making them release articles which actually support it. And there is also, of course, that entire political landscape. Some people who say that uh, watching porn is... uh, is a political statement. I'm not really sure what they mean by that. But you know, if you don't watch porn, you're immediately a fascist, a racist for some fucking reason. Uh, I'm not making this up. People like these exist. People who protect porn uh, from the political stance. I don't know what porn has to do with politics. But yeah, okay. I guess some people have to put politics into everything. Now, another big thing with porn is that it's absolutely for free. And that is the same with tobacco. Now, Hear me out on this one. Now, tobacco was actually handed out, or cigarettes were handed out during the world wars absolutely for free. Now, this made the soldiers addicted to them, right? Uh, The companies surely weren't handing out the cigarettes for free because they wanted to support the American army or whatever. They knew that when the soldiers would return home, they would start smoking because they would miss the old buzz or whatever those cigarettes provide. And the same is with porn. I mean, you can go on the internet and you can pretty much find a porn video in what? If you know the sites or the names of the sites, or even if you type into Google porn, I mean, it will show up some sites that you can access and you can probably within a minute find uh, hundreds, if not thousands of different videos you can choose from. And it's absolutely for free. You don't have to pay anything but as you watch porn more and this has been confirmed by many people who share their personal stories when they try to quit as you continue to watch porn more you develop this sort of thing where you start to specify on a certain fetish or you are just not enough with the free stuff so you start to buy premium accounts you start to uh, buy specific accounts for your specific fetish on on some specific sites and that's how the entire industry earns money on you by hooking you in with the free product And then suddenly when that free product isn't enough, they're very quickly to offer you an alternative, which means, well, okay, now you have to pay $5 a month. And you're like, oh, you know, that's not, that's nothing bad. You know, it basically is entertainment. Once porn becomes entertainment for you, you are willing to put down money on it. I mean, people buy cigarettes, but they buy them. Why? Because they're stressed out because they... 
they take them as some sort of an entertainment, uh, escape from reality. If you take porn as an escape from reality, you are more likely to pay for it than as a person who does it maybe once a month. So this handing out and actually free access of porn makes it that much more dangerous because you can develop addictions pretty fast. And this kind of connects with the third point I have, which means that it's widely available. And also, and if you think about it, cigarettes are probably, right after porn, the most widely available addiction. I mean, if you compare cigarettes to, let's say, drinking, okay? You cannot drink in public, you cannot really uh, drive under influence, you cannot do many activities when consuming alcohol, you cannot even work, right? And when you even compare the price of alcohol versus price of cigarettes, I mean, you get a pack of 20... Well, in my country, for what, uh, 3 euros in in America or probably more westernized country, it would be 8 to $10 per pack. But if we are talking alcohol, that usually costs above 20 or 30 right? And we are talking about the bottom, shelves, uh, bottom shelf bottles of heavy liquor. And if we are talking about wine, it still doesn't get uh, cheaper with what you get for the price you're paying. So cigarettes are, after porn, the second most widely available addiction. And you can buy them almost anywhere. I mean, you don't have to go to a specialized place. At least in my country, they sell them on bus stations. They sell them in regular shops. They sell them in groceries, grocery shops or supermarkets. It doesn't really take a genius to find a shop where he can buy a pack or two. And you can smoke them in public. You can drive a car while smoking. You can smoke them at home. You can do and perform any activities while smoking. Hell, you can even work while smoking. And most companies do provide a smoke break for the smokers to go outside and smoke and then return back. But as I said, cigarettes are the most widely spread addiction after porn. And that is because porn is online. You can literally, as I said, access porn from your computer within minutes, if not seconds. And this makes porn available to anybody in any age range. If you're really pathetic and think that the uh, if you're 18, then uh, don't continue with this webpage. Actually makes some people leave. It doesn't. It's just... It's just so the people. It's just so the porn companies don't get sued for selling porn to minors. They don't take any other precautions to make minors stay off the porn sites, and they can access it very easily, as I already mentioned. Minors are actually the easiest ones to get addicted to something, right? And when you present them with porn at the ages of what 13, 14, it is most likely they will continue abusing it till their maybe late 20s or 30s, or even though f- even throughout their entire life. Porn is something relatively new. We don't know much about it. There haven't, hasn't been much research done about it. And the spread of the online porn, I think that is quite the challenge for our generation, the Generation Z, or maybe the millennials even. But it hasn't been around for long. And I think the solution to this problem is to do more research about it, to actually listen to doctors who deal with deal with psychology or brain or whatever, to listen to these people, to produce studies, to study it, to uh, make sure that we get the right facts out there. But that isn't all. I mean, one of the solutions also would be to heavily tax porn companies, and that would mean that they would have to either make the free porn not free, 
Therefore, lots of people would be disencouraged to even begin because you would have to immediately pay for something. And this would drive a lot of people away from the addiction itself or maybe just uh, the act of uh, watching porn. I think it would disencourage a lot of people if they had to pay for every single video. I think that the the thing that uh, porn is for free makes lots of people begin in the first place and never end. I also think that maybe a state enforce of banning of porn in a way but you know tobacco companies have been banned in a way they are not allowed to make commercials only on specified places at least in my country you have just billboards in the individual shops for cigarettes which sort of promote the products but if you came to a shop for cigarettes you're obviously buying cigarettes so you know the advertisement doesn't really have that much effect on you they're completely banned off tv they're completely banned off like visual advertisements like billboards or posters and if state enforced porn in this way if it made porn sort of something that not so many sites could host maybe you would have to have a special license to host it maybe there is one and it just needs stricter regulations and i also think that one of the greatest things that could ever come up come out of this entire porn mess is the coomer meme because the coomer meme is essentially um, an anti-propaganda to porn and as i already mentioned in the last episode memes have been getting a lot of traction mainly among the young generation and the young generation is the most uh, affected by this problem and therefore if you develop a meme which is the anti-culture or the anti-propaganda to porn you essentially make sure that the younger generation stays off porn or at least the people who think about the consequences do. Now, I don't think that uh, there is going to be some kind of white crackdown on porn that suddenly we are just going to start banning and nobody's going to start, uh, nobody's going to watch it anymore. I think we still have a long way to come and remember it took a lot of time to take down the cigarette companies maybe even 40 to 50 years so I think we should be patient and I think we should pressure and pressure and pressure and the more we pressure um, maybe the more people will be motivated to do something about it. Porn is a big problem and I think we can draw as I already said many parallels between the tobacco industry. And I think there hasn't been that much research done on porn where we, where we can conclusively say what it does, just like we can conclusively say what tobacco causes. We know all the effects and causes. And therefore, we, for now, will just have to stick with what we have. And based on what we have, porn isn't very good for us. So I would say that you stay off it and try to fight it on your own. Try to begin with yourself and maybe then when you overcome it, Try to motivate your friends not to do it or people who you value, right? Because that is also one of the ways we can get the word out. And for today, that's all. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see each other in two weeks again with an English episode.